Welcome to Immersive Talks. This is Palmer Foote from Bigfoot Music and Sound hosting episodes with Jump Into the Light around the connection between immersive technologies and the human condition. Mihao and Royal from Jump help produce this podcast and find incredible guests to be interviewed. I'm a commercial and freelance music producer, and ever since experiencing a meditation garden in VR, my worldview changed. I'm interested in seeing how immersive technology influences traditional concepts of community building and idea proliferation. Today, I'm lucky to speak with Juan Mont, an artist and entrepreneur, founder of Contento NY. He provides clients with high quality branded content and practices his own art too. Tonight, a show is happening at Jump Into The Light, displaying several of his pieces mixed with art already installed here. Check him out at juanmont.com and check out Contento at contentony.com. He's a real inspiring guy. Please enjoy. Welcome, Juan Mont. Yes, uh, hi, how are you? I'm doing so well. Tonight has been an amazing night so far. It's a Tuesday night here at Jump Into The Light. Tonight is a really important night because it's your show. That's right. You know, we're launching Contento NY. That's a new production company based here in Manhattan. Just a few uh, blocks away from uh, Jump Into The Light. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, it's been a big success. Uh, everybody and their mother came here. And what we're doing is uh, we, we launched this production company that what we do is CGI, animation, video shoot, video editing. And we, now we're getting into Red Camera. I don't know for those who are not familiar with Red Camera, is the standard for the movie industry. It shoots beautiful footage. Yeah, it, it shoots, uh, shots beautiful footage and then it gives you the freedom. You can, it, it shots in 8K. Mm-hmm. So I can have a what? shot of you very far and then I'm like, you know what? I want a close up of him and I can go very close to you. I don't know how close to you, but you know, it's 8K. So you have pixels and pixels to cut from. Mm-hmm. So we are offering those services as well. So because I met Mihao and Mihao has all these crazy technology here, we want to stay relevant in the industry. So you met Mihao from Jump Into The Light. How did you guys come to, you know, link up in terms of, you know, the beginning of your relationship? What was it? What was that like? The beginning of our relationship star with me wanting to do a gallery show. Cool. And I started walking around. I was like, you know what? I have all these canvas because I do paint, you know, a, a very classic uh, acrylic on, pan, uh, on canvas because I, I do work a lot on the computer and sometimes I just need to like fill the, the real material so so uh, I have this huge collection of paintings at home that I've been inspire, inspired in, uh, in animation and I was walking looking for a restaurant that I can display you know when you walk into a restaurant and they have artwork on the, on the walls and I said you know this is what I'm going to do I have all this inventory at home I just wanted to put it on the wall and then you know get it out of my home that way I have space to create more art but then I pass by and I see this feature reality space and I'm mm. like wait a second with my love of video games and, and and the space that this gentleman has available I think we could collaborate and then you know I I, I show him my artwork he he fe- he felt that it was a good fit for uh, for the space and for uh, for his customers and then we put together this event and so far so good and so you're an artist yourself mm-hmm. how did you do you consider yourself most to be a painter oh no 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 at all I I I, uh, I would say I'm a content creator and I know that's that 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 term is so freely used uh, right now but I went to school I, I studied uh, computer animation and special effects uh, here at, in your SVA but what what I noticed is that people in the industry they want you to become a gear on a big machine they want you to do one thing and you, they want it 
you do it really well. But for me, I don't want to be the guy working at Pixar's making rocks. I actually want to know how a style frame gets done or how the storyboard, you know, becomes an animation. And what if we have real humans footage? What if we have models and actors? How, how is the dynamic? So I forced myself to learn so many softwares. At the beginning, it was mm. like overwhelming and people were like, oh no, you're doing it wrong. You know, you should specialize. But I was like, mm, no, I, I, it has to stay fun for me. And for me, fun is like all the time learning something new. The latest thing that I learned, it was this red camera that I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. And before that, I learned something called Character Animator, which is a new Adobe software that lets you scan your face and move and the character that you have created moves with your face expression, which is a way, a way more efficient way to do animation. So you want you want to stay, you know, relevant. That's what I'm trying to do: stay relevant in the industry. What kind of collaborations are the most exciting for you? Well, I did one that is, it has marked my life, and it's because it was all the uh, Marvel heroes, all the superheroes. We're talking about Spider-Man, Hulk, you know, Captain America, mm -hmm. and it was something similar to what Mihao has here. It was a, an interactive wall where you walk, you see yourself on the screen, you strike a pose, and then a superhero comes in. And what was brilliant was that it made the person want to pull out their phone and take a picture and share it on social media. You uh -huh. know, I said, oh my God, I'm next to Spider-Man. And I was the one doing the, the animation of it and, my, and, uh, and uh, trying to put myself in the head of the person that's going to be using the equipment. Mm -hmm thinking, oh, he's going to be standing here and probably this is what's going to be happening. So how do I make Spider-Man come down and pull out a cell phone and take a selfie? So it, it was it was great. Can you yeah. take a selfie kissing Spider-Man? You could, yeah, because he was hanging upside down so you can recreate that, you know, iconic, uh, you know, uh, uh, scene where, you know, you do that kiss. I love that kiss. That was great. That one, it was epic. It was, it's one. I've been trying to do it, but you know, it's, it's dangerous to do it it's at your tough. home. Yeah. Hanging up. You have to be in a gym. We had to be in a gym. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned, you cool. know, if I did uh, describe myself as a fine artist, I do, I do fine art. And I think it's very important for any, you know, digital artist to still understand and have a control of what they see and with the motion of their hand, because it's very, um, that's the only thing that you can, uh, that you have to keep, it's a skill that you have to continue developing. Because learning a software, anybody can do it. You know, the your motor skill with your hand and with you training your eye, that's what makes an artist. Having a vision, I don't think that's something that a computer can do just yet. And uh, and, and it relies to the, to, the, to, the, to the artist. But all these tools make your things way easier. And it, and it comes down to planification, for example. If I'm creating a, a character that I'm going to show to my client and I'm, I'm putting all his bones and rigs and make, you know, make sure that everything moves. And, you know, I know the clients hasn't approved yet and clients usually don't have idea how things get done. I need to make things easier for me and use a to uh, build this uh, 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 in a way that is custom, custom, customizable. Uh, <laughs> Because the client's going to come and be like, actually, can you make the character blonde? And we want, you know, their boobs to be less bigger and uh, she needs to be taller. There's a lot of work if you didn't prepare that properly in a way that you knew that that client was going to make changes. But with all these tools, you can have a character, you know, created and have so many variables like, oh, actually, we, we changed our mind. We want him to be a man. Boom. Don't worry. We got that already under control. But it has to be built 
like that from the beginning. So it requires the artist to be on top of his stuff and, and know that there is your way to do, uh, to, you know, shortcuts, for shortcuts. What's your take on organization? There, I'm gonna say this, and this, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's not, you know, it's gonna sound, it's, it's gonna sound weird, but there are artists out there, they're amazing artists, you know, better artists than me, but the lack, the fact that they lack organization, they're never gonna be able to move to the next step. Organization is key to what we do because there's so many little pieces that go in place that if you start just creating layers and projects that are untitled this or layer five, and you know, then you have to go back to that. Or we, we never work alone. You know, we always have other artists that you have to collaborate. So you have to give this project to somebody else and they have to open and figure out how you build this you know, name convention, you know, instruction. It's just going to make things easier. And something that I do is, you know, I involve myself with young artists. I love, you know, old artists to see their, you know, their wisdom, but also I love young artists to see, because they come with shortcuts. They come with, you know, oh, oh, this is the latest trend. And you learn from that. So I think, you know, look to, to the past and look to the future is the best way uh, to go. And organization, yeah, is key for what we do. What does an average day look like for you? Okay, so let's say, let's take a Monday. A Monday, uh, I'm getting involved with AI. Uh, we, we, you know, there's not much I can say because there, you mm -hmm. know, there's still some copyrights. Sure. But basically it's a, a, a body that we're building on a, it's called a gamification, which is, turning in everything into a game. People are more engaged with their apps and their phones and with uh, apps if it feels like you're playing a game. But machines are getting smarter and they want you to put input and information to identify patterns. And the best way for you to get that from the user is to make an app that looks and feels like a game. So that's something that I do Mondays, uh, uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesday. And it's amazing because I keep listening, like the guy from Tesla. What's his name? Elon Musk? Elon Musk, yeah. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Okay, yeah. So he's, you know, he's big into AI. He's always warning us about AI, but I'm excited because I love to be part of the future. And um, so I'm developing this app and it's going to be helping a lot of people. And that's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I'm very big into fitness. I, I'm one of those guys that have the, the standing desk. I need to, I, I, listen, I sit, you know, half of the day I sit, the other half I stand. But uh, I, at six o'clock, I go and hit the gym. I pay a little fancy, uh, I pay a fancy gym because I need to feel motivated to work mm -hmm. out. Uh, so then, you know, I need to work out, I need to stretch because we are organic machines and you need to make sure that your body is working 100% because if you start having a neck pain, that's going to affect the way that you work. And yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, sometimes, you know, I get a little pinched nerve here and a pinched nerve there because I do use my hands a lot. But then from there, I go back home. And I catch up with my personal projects. Uh, right now, I'm uh, we we we're doing a, a pitch uh, uh, for Frederator. It's a short animator, a, a show, a short animation about these two cute little frogs, uh, and it's for kids. And it's uh, and it's for the same people. We're pitching to the same people that that, that discover Adventure Time mm -hmm. and uh, and more of those like random uh, cartoon shows. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, uh, Wednesday and Tuesday. Oh yeah, Wednesday and Tuesday. I'm doing um, some mo some motion graphics for some clients. These are less exciting projects, but they do pay the bills. How do you think that fine arts and immersive technology 
could be in the future? Ooh, we, you know, right now, Michal and I were talking about ornamented reality. Ornamented reality. We're taking, you know, classic drawings on canvas and we are painting them in an, uh, uh, an ornamented reality which you're holding an iPad in front of the canvas and the canvas turn into this crazy explosion of colors. And sometimes colors that you cannot achieve in with real acrylic colors because uh, RGB and CMYK, uh, CMYK are too different. You know, blues cannot go too saturated and some greens can only go too saturated. But when you mix, you know, a canvas with ornamented reality, the, it's stunning, you know. It gives you results that you could never achieve with a with a classic, you know, uh, acrylic, a classic acrylic or, or oil. And even better, you get motion, which is something that a, a classic canvas cannot never give you. One of the pieces downstairs is this circle, and I think it's the uh, it's before the purple LEDs. Uh, well, that one is called mushroom, and. Somebody, somebody downstairs told me, oh, it looks like a wine glass. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And somebody told me, oh, is that, you know, Trump's dick, the mushroom head? And I was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. You know, so I let them go, you know, with all this, because they're reading into it. But I'm not going to tell you. But, you know, what it is, is uh, it's inspired in the iconic mushroom from Mario Bros., because all my inspiration comes from the 90s, all these cartoon shows and all these video games. Because my childhood wasn't like the best, but I always escaped through video games. And I feel so much nostalgia every time that I see, you know, this Nintendo character that brings me so much joy. So it's color uh, melting over this invisible uh, mushroom from Mario Bros. But nobody, you know, once I say it, then people always say, I say, oh, there it is. Oh, my God. But I didn't want people to know it. Well, I, I love that painting. Thank you so uh, much good, for bringing you know, thank, that oh, and, thank you, well, you know, and I'm letting happy. us see it. Yes. <laughs> That's a little peek to my imagination. Cool. So how do you think that the space here affected the way that you did the layout? Me, how, you know, Jump Into the Light has these great projections, you know, and great installations and great artworks are already living in the space. So I didn't want to feel that I was coming and imposing myself. I felt I, I wanted to like merge with the space. And he has, uh, he has this great, one of the, the, the pieces he has is like this great black and white artwork on the right side once you walk in. And I have this huge painting that I want to be floating. And this black and white pattern on the back give, give him such a nice contrast to my painting. It's not competing. They're just like fitting uh, harmony next to each other. So that black and white painting is by Misha Tatunik, who's also a resident here at Jump Into the Light. Have you guys collaborated in the past? No, I haven't had the, the chance to collaborate in the past. Do you think you would? I think we just did it. We just you know, did it. We just did it without even knowing it. You know, we just merged, you know, our two pieces and people are taking selfies, sharing on social media. So I think Misha's going to be happy. I'm very happy. And just by seeing the reaction of uh, of the audience, I think we're going to be collaborating in a very near future. I have to say the audience here tonight was amazing. I, again, met so many amazing people. Oh, there were such a, a great diverse crowd out there. I was like, you know, they came, uh, different artists, uh, different uh, animators, different, even uh, 
financial people, you know, investors, uh, they were interested, you know, in what's happening because they want, they know this is a, uh, a trend, you know, future uh, uh, reality is a new trend and it's the future. Where do you see the future of immersive content going? You know, in, you know, in general, VR, AR. Well, I uh, feel I don't know. You know, this is now a uh, original uh, thought, but I I heard somebody else say it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's so true. He, you know, I heard that they're gonna say that we're gonna look back and we're gonna laugh to the fact that we used to watch movies in a flat screen or we used to watch cartoons in a flat screen, because in a very near future, there's gonna be. You're, you know, we can go and see the f same movie, both of us, and we both are going to have very unique experiences. So I'm going to be looking to the left, I'm going to be watching something different, and you're going to be looking to the right, and you're going to be like watching something different, and then we can go and talk about, you know, the movie, and you're going to, we're going to be like, oh, we need to see that movie again, and I'm going to be paying attention to your thing, and I go, you're going to be pay, paying attention to my framing, and it's, we're going to continue seeing it and what the great news is that that's going to become so much work for that's going to bring so much work for animators because now you're not only building this you know frame this rectangle frame you're building a 360 view so you need more trees you need more buildings you need more characters thank you so much again Juan Mont oh thank you so much for having me I had such a great time uh, and hopefully we get to do this again brought to you by Bigfoot Music and Sound and Jump Into the Light. If you want to reach out to Bigfoot for commercial music interests and post-production needs, including podcasts, original music and sound, sound design, and much more, contact yo at b-i-g-f-o-o-t-e dot com. If you're interested in developing your VR and AR content, contact hello at jumpintothelight.nyc.